0: Welcome to the Ed Newsstand Podcast, a weekly podcast where we review on-the-line newsletters about educational tips related to G Suite or a Quick bite newsletters related to educational tips about Apple products. In this week's episode, we will be looking at our Quick bite newsletter and reviewing iPad accessibility settings to make using the iPad more convenient. There are a lot of accessibility features in the settings of an iPad that many people don't know about or don't take advantage. In this podcast, we will highlight a few you might be interested in incorporating, like shaking the iPad to undo typing. To access the accessibility settings on an iPad, go to the Settings app. On the left side within the app, find General and tap on it. Then, on the right side of the Settings app within the General settings, find Accessibility and tap on that. As you look at all of your accessibility features, you will be able to tell immediately if they are on or off, because they will say, on or off. The first two accessibility features we are going to look at are VoiceOver and Speech Settings. VoiceOver is the first accessibility feature a user will find in their settings. VoiceOver is a gesture-based screen reader designed for users who may have trouble seeing the screen. To enable VoiceOver and leave the rest of the default settings as is, flip the switch to green at the top of the screen. When you enable VoiceOver, you will literally be able to hear everything that is happening on your screen because the iPad will tell you, all the way down to the orientation of your iPad. To activate VoiceOver when it is on, drag your finger and the iPad will tell you where you are on the screen. Tap once to hear a description of the item, double-tap to activate an item, or swipe three fingers on your screen to scroll on the screen. To get back to the main accessibility screen, click on the blue word accessibility at the top of your iPad. We'll now look at the speech features. Within speech there are three features to enable, speak selection, speak screen, and highlight content. Once each of these features has been enabled, To activate speech selection, select a word, sentence, or any amount of text and a black box will appear with cut, copy, paste, speak selection, and many other choice buttons. Choose the word speak and the iPad will begin to read the highlighted content. Speak screen will be activated when you swipe down with two fingers from the top of the iPad screen. The content will begin to read the entire screen from the top and audio control buttons will appear to pause, skip, or control the rate of reading. The final feature is highlight content, and this feature now will highlight words as they are spoken to help follow along with the reader. Another accessibility feature that can help users who have trouble seeing the screen is the zoom feature, which will magnify parts of the screen. To enable zoom, click on the word in the accessibility settings to turn the switch to green. Once enabled, zoom can be controlled using gestures, or there's a controller that can be turned on and used to control zoom. To control zoom with gestures, double tap three fingers to zoom or unzoom on the screen. Drag three fingers to move the zoom around the screen. Double tap three fingers and drag at the same time to change the depth of the zoom. Users can use touch within the zoomed part of the screen to trigger the action like would normally be done on an iPad without the zoom feature. Now, my personal favorite feature, which is similar to Zoom, is called the magnifier. The magnifier feature lets you use the device's camera to quickly magnify things. When enabled, triple click the home button to start the magnifier. The magnifier will look like the camera, but the images will not be stored on the camera roll. When a picture is taken, it will freeze on the screen and the image can be magnified to better see parts of the picture, for example, if the text is too small to read. Zoom in and read the text. This is not meant to be used as a camera but rather a magnifying glass in your pocket. If you or your students have trouble looking at the screen, you can use the display accommodations to invert the colors of the screen and text or filter colors on the screen to help users that may be colorblind or aid them in reading the text. The color filters are grayscale, red green, green-red, blue-yellow, and color tint. Within display accommodations, you can also change auto brightness and reduce the intensity of bright colors. The final two accessibility features I will mention are assistive touch and guided access. If a user has difficulty touching the iPad screen or if he or she requires an adaptive accessory, Assistive Touch provides users with a specific touchpad to allow easy navigation of the iPad without pressing on a specific area of the iPad. For example, when a user first presses the Assistive Touch button, their choices are to navigate to Notifications, Device, Control Center, Home, Siri, or they can create a custom button. If a user chooses to navigate to Device, their new choices become Navigate to Rotate Screen, Lock Rotation, Volume Up or Down, Lock Screen or a more button. Under that more button is app switcher, take a screenshot, shake the iPad, see the iPad's dock, speak the screen, multitask, or restart the iPad. This assistive touch makes it easier for users to take a screenshot, for example, since they can press one button in assistive touch instead of pressing the home and lock screen button at the same time. Assistive touch allows users easy access to features using a simple touch instead of having to remember how to navigate to a specific feature or hold the iPad a specific way to achieve the desired result. Guided Access on the other hand limits or locks the iPad to a single app mode by triple clicking the home button. When guided access is enabled the teacher can set what the student is able to use on the iPad. For example, can the student use the sleep-wake button? Can the student change the volume? Can the student shake the screen? Can the student use the keyboard? Can the student touch the screen? Can the student use a dictionary? or is there a time limit for the student? All of these features can be enabled or disabled when in Guided Access. However, if a student is locked in Safari, they can navigate to any website, they wouldn't necessarily be locked into the website that they were initially directed, unless the website was set up as a web clip on the iPad beforehand. Whereas, if a student is locked into an app Clips, they can only use the app until the teacher comes back and puts in the specific code to unlock Guided Access. There are a lot of great features in the accessibility settings of an iPad. I encourage you to check them out for yourself and see how you or your students can be best served by turning on some or all of these features. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week when we look at our On the Line newsletter and how logging into the Chrome browser could be worth its weight in gold.